welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm actually going to talk about something that I don't know if I should talk about. I'm going to talk about the role of sponsorship in overlanding content production and kind of the impact that it has on that content. Um, if you're wondering why, you know, <clears throat> what does this have to do with overlanding? Well, I feel like there have been just a number of conversations all over, like every pretty much every Facebook group or any place where I've hung out that has to do with overlanding where, a perfect example, right? Let's say someone comes in and they drop a video and they say, hey, I started a YouTube channel, I quit my job, I'm going to go full-time into overlanding content creation, right? And that usually elicits one of two responses. It either gets people that are like, hey, congrats, man or lady, great for you, that's cool, I'll check it out. Or alternatively, and I feel like more often, it is, you know, how come you get to go live your dream and I'm not paying for your dream, I'm not clicking through that and giving you views you know, so you can go live your dream while I have to work a nine to five, right? And I feel like I see that more and more and more and more. And so, you know, I've seen these videos before with other folks where, you know, they're kind of like, you know, I'm going to pull up my, my YouTube and I'm going to kind of go through all my stuff. Um, so I was going to, I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do that. And if you're listening on the podcast, I will verbally tell you kind of like what I'm looking at. But I just wanted to kind of like lay the cards on the table, right? Like I feel like everybody thinks that, um, and you know, me, now that I have partners that I work with, right? So you guys, if you watch my videos or listen to my podcast before, you know that I mentioned these partners that I work with. I try to stay with, you know, I always try to stay with really like high quality companies first, right? But I also try to stay with like smaller, lesser known companies just because one, it's a little bit easier to work with them, right? Like they're more laid back, they're more casual. And that's more what I'm looking for is I want someone that's more of like a partner than like a, a boss, right? Um, and then two, because I feel like it's it's not really fair that they don't, they have to work really hard to get the exposure that some of the bigger boys get, right? And again, I'm a small content creator, right? Like I am not you know, a Trail Chasers podcast. I'm not a, a Trail Recon. I'm not an Expedition Overland by any means. And I don't have any, you know, illusions that that will, will be the case any day. But I'm, I'm just trying to make content for like the real like weekend warrior type folks, the, the people that want to get out and do it as much as possible, but don't, you know, it's not their full-time career, right? And while I say that, I, I would not at all be upset. And I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not working towards hopefully someday getting to that point, right? Where I could make more do-it-yourself and budget-minded content, but that'd be my job, right? Like I would love to do that where I'm able to work with enough companies, right? Or big enough companies where uh, they make it make financial sense, right? To where I could work on that stuff more. But then that's about being true to yourself, right? That's more about being true to yourself and not selling out, quote unquote, as, as everybody likes to say uh, when they jump in those comments online. Um, but so again, I just wanted to have kind of an honest chat today about, you know, kind of how sponsorship works, kind of what I've seen out there without going into too much specifics, right? Like I'm not going to drag my sponsors through the mud or talk, talk crap about them or anything like that or tell you how much they pay me or anything like that. I'm just going to say it's not like, this is not like I'm quitting my job or anything like that. And I'll show you some of the YouTube money. I think a lot of people think that YouTube, right, pays you just thousands and thousands of dollars. So again, unless you're a trail recon that's getting hundreds of thousands or millions of views on it, you can make a little bit. I make a little bit and I'll show you, but um, it's not life-changing by any means, but it is fun. And it's, you know, it's taken me about a year and a half, a little more now. I, I would say in like my first podcast episode I think dropped in like June of 2019 so here in a couple months will be coming up on two years that I've been doing this um, 
And so again, I just kind of wanted to roll that out there. I, I wanted to talk through that negative sentiment. I wanted to talk to, through some of the positives, the things that, that come from sponsorship that, that give you guys better quality content, more content, you know, gives me the ability to work more on video stuff than, you know, my job and kind of getting sidetracked and then falling away from it and not being consistent with posting stuff. Um, so yeah, just wanted to have a really honest chat about that. So I hope that you guys find this really interesting um, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. Again, I look forward to talking to you guys in the comments. I love it when you guys post up on YouTube and, and throw comments or shoot me an email through the website or you know however you want to communicate. Drop over on Facebook and just say hey. But I'd love to hear if you guys have questions. If you guys are thinking of starting your own channels, like I'm, I'm perfectly happy to throw you you know ideas and, and talk through some stuff with you if you if you need some tips. Um, from what I've learned over the last two years, right? Like it's been two years of grinding and. And I think that, again, most people are just like, oh, this guy just wants to quit his job and go travel Moab all the time. Well, sure, of course, we would all love to do that. Um, but that's not really my goal, right? Like, my goal is just to get to a point where maybe I could make more DIY stuff and do more trips for sure, right? But not necessarily move onto the road. I, I have a kid and kids and family and, and obligations. So, like, I'm not, I'm not leaving to go full time anytime soon, but... Um, wanted to talk through that stuff. So before we dive into it, of course, as we're talking about it, got to talk about my, my featured partners. Um, Trailbuilt Off-Road, uh, again, helped me out with the wheels and tires. Um, I'm going to put a link in the description below that you know will link over to my setup on their website. Uh, if you end up buying something from them, there is a drop down in the checkout that says, you know, who sent you? And if you can pick all things overlanding, that would be fantastic. Just let them know that I sent you. Um, but they were fantastic. The whole experience was great. I've got a video coming here before too long, actually, um, showing you that whole sort of process, how I picked out the wheels and tires, like how great the customer service was, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so that'll be coming soon, but they were fantastic. Definitely check them out. Um, Overland Addict. Again, you guys have heard me talk about this guy. They had their grand opening uh, yesterday at the time of the airing of this uh, episode in his new facility. It's three times bigger than his old one. Um, so they're growing like crazy. He's doing a great job taking care of customers. Um, he's got a ton of cool stuff. So definitely click through that link below. Go to his website and pick up some stuff from him. How about Chad? He's got to pay for that new building now, you know. Um, and then last US bag. As always, longtime uh, partner of the show, uh, amazing quality overlanding bags. And that link below, too, will also take you to uh, Chad from Overland Addict, works with Last US Bag, and has a page dedicated to their stuff. So, again, you get the great customer service of Chad and the great quality of Last US Bag products. So, check that out as well. Um, and then, last but not least, Northology Adventures. Again, free overlanding slash off road slash you know, outdoors, digital magazine every month. It's totally free. So why not check it out? Click through that link and click subscribe, put in your email and you'll get that every month when they drop that, that magazine. Um, so without further ado, let's kind of dive into the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today I wanted to talk a lot about sponsorship and kind of its positive and negative influences on content creation. Uh, shockingly, and I know that I'm biased, but most of them are positive. Like, it, it just, it always weirds me out when people are like, I'm not going to go and watch an ad on YouTube for you 
so that you can live your dream, right? Like, it doesn't cost you anything to wait five seconds and skip that ad, you know? And you're doing it for other people. You're watching, you know, weird random video game walkthroughs or movie trailers or whatever the case may be, right? Like, there's tons of content on YouTube. And the coolest thing about it is that it's all accessible and it's all free, right? Like, and the way that they do that is through advertisement. It's everywhere, right? You can't get away from it. So even if you say, I'm, gonna, I'm never going to YouTube, I'm never going to watch anything on YouTube, um, you go to Google and you get hit with ads. You go to a website, CNN or Fox News or where, wherever, whatever end of the spectrum you fall on, you go to a website, it is covered in ads. There are pop-up ads. There's stuff everywhere. You get on your phone, you play a little mobile game, you have ads on your phone on that mobile game, right, that pop up. May or may not have anything to do with you. At least with overlanding content, you know, you're getting that content for free, and generally they try to partner you with companies that make sense. So you would see like some Red Arc stuff or some Last US Bag stuff or Overland Attic stuff, right? Like you would see generally related ads to what you're interested in. And again, you skip them if you don't like them, it takes you five seconds, and then you get to see free content, right? Um, and again, here at the end, I'll jump in and I'll show you just exactly the millions that I'm making off of, of YouTube every month after, you know, a year and a half, almost two years now. Um, but um, let's start with that, right? So so how does sponsorship positively influence overlanding content? <clears throat> so again, when I started a year and a half ago, I literally was just like, I like overlanding, right? I'm new to it. I feel like I'm learning new stuff every day. I feel like I'm checking out new pieces of gear. I've you know, tried three or four chairs the first few months and, and hated most of them and finally found some that were decent. Um, so I felt like I had some content that I could share, some interesting stuff that may help other people that were in a similar boat to me, right? Like a couple of years ago, overlanding wasn't nearly as, as big of a term as it is now. Um, so kind of wanted to just jump in there and just start making it for fun, right? I was terrified to be on camera, did not want to do it. But I was like, you know what? People aren't here to watch an Xterra drive through the woods. They're here to engage with a person, right? So um, sometimes there's too much of that, and I get that. And I want to I want to put in more stuff of the Xterra driving, and that will be coming as I get better and better at video. But, um, you know, it takes a little bit of a personality. It takes some time. It takes some practice to get used to this stuff. I had to watch hundreds of hours of YouTube videos about video editing and how to shoot video and how to light video. And, again, if you're watching this video, I'm not – you know, saying that I'm any sort of expert, but go back to the begin, go back to like season one, episode one of my podcast and watch that episode. Go watch that and then watch this one. And you will see what I mean by the audio being much better, the lighting being much better. I've got backlighting, I've got separation, I've got the wood wall now, I've got the logo thing. There's a light over here that's a key light that's lighting my face, right? All this stuff is stuff that I had to teach myself, right? I had to go to YouTube Academy and learn how to edit video, how to shoot video, how to... All that stuff, right? And again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything. I'm just trying to clearly lay out like how much goes into creating this content, right? And then that all that aside, right? All the learning and just the mechanics of doing it, the uploading it to YouTube and trying to figure out how to like tag it right how to make it like so that people can find your content when there's so much content right that's difficult too um but then even just writing it right like coming up with this idea i sat down last night with a whiteboard i'll hold it up here i'll show you i sat down with a whiteboard last night i had netflix on and i just wrote out kind of my talking points kind of the main things that i wanted to hit and uh and i've got that sitting right here and i you know again there are some people that read it and and that's really hard not to do and it takes a lot of time and practice to get to a point where you don't read it um but like all that stuff takes time and effort and you know what I mean? Like this week alone, I was on vacation all week and I just got back yesterday, uh, mid-afternoon. 
And I spent probably about two or three hours last night writing this episode, responding to comments. Uh, I had a couple patches that had sold on the website that I had to ship out. So I wrote those out. I sent emails to those folks and said, hey, thanks, you know, for the order. Um, I mean, it is it is literally kind of like a almost a full time job, you know, and I only do a couple episodes a week. Um, but where I'm going with this is that. So there's all that work that has to go into it, right? And it's taken me years to get to the point where I am now, which is still tiny, right? I'm just over 4,400 subscribers now on YouTube. Um, and I'm super proud of that, and I'm super thankful for it. Do not get me wrong, I'm not complaining. <clears throat> but where this kind of kicks in is, you know, I started working with my partners, my sponsors, if you want to call them that, about 10 months ago, probably. Where I'm just starting from someplace. I'm trying to show value, right? I'm trying to learn the ropes. I'm trying to make sure that it's a good investment for them to pay me any amount of money and then get some sort of a return on it, right? Because I, I had no idea a year ago. Um, but that sponsorship then, as as I started to actually make a little bit of money, right? Like a few hundred bucks a month. Like I was like, oh, wow, this is this actually helps me pay for gear that I need to buy. It helps me pay for like equipment. Like I've got, I just got these. These are new... Uh, $150 uh, wireless lavalier mics, a two pair, so that if I interview somebody, you know, at an expo or something in the future, I've got a nice, good audio sound without all the background noise and all that stuff, right? The mic that I'm using right now was a $150 mic that I had to buy uh, after I did a ton of research and learned about mics, and I've had like four or five mics that I didn't like, and I finally found this one, right? So like that sponsorship, even being small, right, taking a few months to be able to save up to buy a microphone like this... Uh, helps move the content forward, right? It helps me be more focused on treating this like a job and making sure that I don't miss a week or that I don't, you know, drop the ball on something. Or if I promise something to one of my partners that I'm going to make a video about something that I do that because I'm their partner too. And I want to give them a good experience. And I, I want to give you guys the content that I promise you. Right. Um, but so that sponsorship helps to create more content, right? Without that money, there would be, you know, more people like myself that, that start into this thing for fun and, and then get to a point where it grows and it becomes a, a sort of a valuable property, if you will. But then without any money, like at some point, right, time is going to increase. Time and expense increases for the creation of that content, for the time that it takes to edit it and upload it, for the money that needs to be invested in better camera equipment, audio equipment, you know, blah, 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 right? Um, but with the sponsorship, then that has allowed me, with the combination of that, and affiliates links and just all the, you know, there's a multitude of small little ways that money can come in that costs the end user nothing. And that helps drive the content forward. So again, what I want to say here is sponsorship is not a bad thing. And I think that a lot of us have this sort of like this mentality when we see oh, it's featured, featured stuff. Oh, this guy got it for free. He's full of crap. You know, listen to the content that the person makes. Watch more of their videos than just the one. You're definitely right. There are a million people that say, hey, throw me a free thing and I will do a review on it, right? I get offers all the time and I've gotten a, an okay amount of free stuff. Um, the difference is, again, if you look at the depth of the content, right? If you watch all the content, if literally every single review is this thing's the best thing I've ever had, then it's probably not true, right? And there have probably been things that I've done and reviewed in the past that I was like, this is really cool and I love it. And maybe three or four months from there, it, it fell apart or broke. I do try really hard, though, if that happens, to go back and at least update the description of the video to let people watching the older video know. And best case, make a new video that says, hey, here's an update on this thing. This broke, you know. Also, I'm not going to immediately chastise a company if something breaks or, or malfunctions. 
it's how they handle it, right? So I will reach out to the company, and, and if they take care of you, if they you know send you something quickly and they fix it, then boom, even more points for them, right? Like that's even better. It's almost better if something goes wrong and the company takes great care of you than if everything is just always flawless, right? Um, so yeah, so that sponsorship leads to more content, which is great. As long as the content isn't all driven by the money, right? Like you still have to stay true to yourself. That's why I'm still shooting on an iPhone here. I'm not shooting on some, you know, $3,000 camera with a $1,500 lens or I don't know anything about DSLRs, but, um, you know, that kind of thing. Like I'm still trying to keep it pretty real. At some point, sure, I would like to continually improve the quality of the content. I'm not ruling out that someday I may get a DSLR because I've seen, you know, Jeremiah of Overland Pioneers content and man, his stuff is so nice. Like it just looks good, right? Like I'm on the same trip he's on, but my photos look decent, but his look amazing, right? Um, so again, not ruling that out, but but just saying like I'm not in any hurry to like to do that, right? And I want to focus on making sure that everything's genuine and real and helpful um, while continuing to to grow this into a thing that could become a job someday where I actually do get to like interact with different people in the industry and and learn new things and and see new products and things like that right so anyways um, so that kind of ties into you know that new camera stuff and all that ties into also so we're getting more content right so by having more time to do more content you know when I first started I was lucky to do one video a week Sometimes I'd miss one, sometimes I wouldn't. Um, and then within the last year or so, I'd say season two of the podcast, I got to where I was definitely making one of those every week. And I was trying to make at least one like gear review or Xterra talk, like, you know, talking about mods that I did to the truck or something like that a week to where now I'm pretty consistent where I, I drop one early to midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday of the week, and then one on Sunday, um, pretty much every week, almost every week. Um, so, you know, that there's more content, like I said, but then the quality is going up too, right? So the more that I have gotten into it and the more that there has been money tied to it, right? Um, the more my, sort of my own internal expectations have gone up. Like, hey, I need to continue to provide a better experience for my audience. I need to continue to provide a better experience for my sponsors too. Um, and I've been really pleased with what I've seen. And I think they have too. Like from what I hear from my sponsors, you know, I get screenshots shot to me of, you know, this person that reached out to chat at Overland Addict and said, you know, hey, I, I want to buy this and this from your, your online store and, and I just checked you out and I love your website or something. And he says, oh, you, what, what kind of car do you drive? And they're like, oh, Nextera. And he's helping me out, right? Like we're partners, right? So he says, hey, you should check out Fletch, uh, all things Overland. And he has an Nextera. And the guy's like, well, that's actually how I heard of you. And I get stuff like that from them and I love it, right? Like it's just so cool to know that, you know, the fact that I'm helping to shine the light on these companies that are great and take great care of customers and connecting them with you guys too, right? So you guys get value out of it. They get value out of it. That makes me want to do better and better content, right? So again, if you went back and watched some of my old stuff, a lot, a lot, a lot of it is this kind of stuff, right? Like talking head desk stuff, which there's nothing wrong with. And for the podcast, this works really well. Um, <clears throat> But even the rest of it, like a lot of the gear reviews, was still me sitting at a desk with a new thing that I just got that I hadn't even used yet, right? Talking about the features of it, which is valuable. I'm, I'm not trying to demean myself or destroy my previous content. Um, but like now I'm really trying to get out in the woods and like show you guys, right? Like test it. Like my new fire pit that I got, that's a, a good example of video. I'll put a tag up here so you can go see that one. Like for that one, I actually, I got it. I was all excited about it, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out into the woods. I'm going to use it for a night. I'm going to talk about the benefits of it, talk about how I like it, show people how to set it up, show people how to tear it down, you know, that kind of stuff. And that video was just, in my opinion, so much stronger than a video of me sitting at a desk holding the fire pit and talking about that it's aluminum and it has this mesh thing and the airflow is better. And, you know, that's, that's still valuable. And there's, there is, you know, 
value in that, but I think it's more valuable and I'm learning that and I'm trying harder and harder to shoot more angles and give you guys more examples of the stuff in action and really test stuff out, right? And give you more of a long-term review. Um, another example that I can, I'll post a link to up here, a tag to, is um, like the rooftop tent. I've done several videos about that and there wasn't hardly any content out about that tent you know, back when I made the first video, but I've tried really hard to do like, you know, the initial sort of walk around of the tent, then like a three month review and then like a six month, like longer term review. I think it was, maybe it was like four months actually. Um, a longer term review now that I've spent like almost 30 nights in the tent, what I really think about the tent. Um, and you know, in those videos, I'll say things like, I really like the tent, but the cover is a pain in the butt. Where now that I've lived with it for four or five months, I, at some point I will upgrade to a, a hard clamshell style tent. Like that's just, I love the rooftop tent. I like being up away from animals and bugs. I, you know, I like the view from up there. I like all those things. I actually like the design of the tent quite a bit. The only problem is the cover, right? But so I will come back and I will make a video about that and I will tell you guys. Um... So again, where I'm going with that is I'm saying that the quality of that content is going to continue to increase. The honesty of that content is important too. You do have to be leery of people that always say everything's amazing, right? Myself included. I'm, I'm sure there have been things that I was super psyched about that maybe turned out not to be the best. Again, I try to update those. Um, but so as the quality goes up, as the amount of content goes up, those are great, great positives that come out of things like partnerships and sponsorships and things like that, right? And again, you guys get to reap the benefits of that, and myself included. I'm in that too because I watch a ton of YouTube. I watch a ton of overlanding content, um, and that's how I, half of how I learn. Like, wow, that was really cool the way that you know Fries on the Side did this thing, or you know Matt McClellan Overland Ozark Ozark Overland Adventures. Like, I watch his videos, and I'm like, oh, that that series of him at home just doing like cleaning up the trailer and like you know putting stickers on things, and like that's that's cool stuff, right? Like, that's a great idea. Um, so like it the sponsorship drives all that. Like when Matt gets sponsored, when other Matt at Fries on the Side gets sponsored, like they're gonna they're gonna pick up. They're gonna increase their game as far as the quality of the content. They're gonna start to put out more content. So if you like that creator, if you like that content creator, definitely don't be mad at them for having a sponsor or, or partner because that's what helps them make more stuff for you, right? So yeah, so to kind of wrap this up, because I don't want to make this a super long one, and I also don't want to seem preachy or anything like that at all, as always. You guys have heard me say that a million times. I'm not trying to tell anybody the right or wrong way to do anything. I'm just giving you my opinion, right? But again, as, as I've started to learn more and more about how to work with sponsors and partners, how to you know grow sort of my my network of those people, I've learned more about products. I've spent time at expos with the guys and girls from Red Arc, right? Like I've learned about all these different things and I've wanted to up my game too, right? I've wanted to do better content. I've wanted to, you know, do things about cooler products. Um, so, but let's dive in now. I'm, I've got my, my YouTube analytics pulled up. I've got my <clears throat> anchor analytics pulled up. So like my podcast stuff. And again, if, if you're, you know, Listening on the podcast, I'll describe what I'm looking at to you guys. I won't just assume that you know what I'm talking about. But so, like, just to real talk, show you what we're talking about here, right? So it's been a year and a half, almost two years, that I've been doing content, right? And we're looking at a period of the last 28 days. And in ad revenue from YouTube, I'm making about 117 bucks in the last month, right? So I'm making a little over 100 bucks a month in ad revenue, um, which is cool, right? Like, again, do not get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, it's just a hundred bucks. Like, it's a hundred bucks. I'm psyched about that. I think it's amazing. And it blows my mind that I even get that much. But it makes me really think, like, holy crap, the Expedition Overland people must be getting tens of thousands of dollars a month, right? Like, that's 
it's crazy. But again, you can watch my little piddly stuff, right? Like my little guy stuff over here. You can watch Expedition Overland's really high quality stuff. And they all cost the same. It costs you nothing to watch that stuff because YouTube subsidizes it with ad revenue. So I made 117 bucks over the last month on my, you know, my ad revenue from YouTube, but Google made thousands of dollars, right? But it's still cool. Like I don't fault them at all. They came up with a thing, they built it, they they you know, sustain it, they modify it, they continually improve it to the point where everybody relies on it, right? So good for them, but also good for me. But again, it's it's been almost two years, right? So it's not like I'm making 20 grand a month, right? Like that's just not, that's not how this stuff works. So kind of wanted to pull the, the, you know, the cover off of that and show everybody kind of closer to how that works. Um, but so, you know, the channel's gotten about a little, almost 20,000 views in the last 28 days, which I'm super happy with. Again, I, I literally thought a year and a half ago, like if anybody watches this stuff. If I got like a hundred, that would be really cool. If I had a hundred subscribers, if I had a thousand, that would be life changing, like amazing, right? Um, now I just want more. Now I want to keep growing it because it's so fun. But so still about 20,000 views in the last 28 days. Again, there are people like, even like a Matt McClellan, like the Ozark Overland Adventures guy, he'll drop a video and in two days he'll have 5,000 views, you know? So um, some of his trip videos get hundreds of thousands of views. Um, Graham, a Grizzly Graham, uh, Arkansas Off-Road, he gets a million, he got one video that hit a million views, which is amazing. So great job to him. Uh, again, I don't have any, you know, illusions of grandeur or anything like that, but it's just so crazy how that stuff works on YouTube and how you can just explode like that, right? And again, Grant is his own guy. Like, he's just Grant, right? And that's what's cool about it. I've, I've met him. He's a really down-to-earth guy. Um, that's why we get along. We just have a good time chatting with each other. You know, we both like beer. So, um so yeah, so where I'm going with this is, you know, it is interesting how this stuff happens and how it grows. It's really neat to see, you know, almost 20,000 views. It's almost had 2,000 hours of watch time. So if you think about that, right? Like some of my videos are five minutes, some are 20, 30. Like this one's going to be 25, 30 minutes. Um, but so 2,000 hours of my videos watched in the last 28 days. Like that's it's like it's it's unbelievable like I don't even and all that thanks goes to you guys right like I I just make it I don't I don't know if it's good or not but if you guys want to watch it then I then I love that you want to watch it um and then subscribers gone up about 300 280 in the last 28 days which is awesome right like I'm just on a nice steady slow ascension to bigger numbers which I think is super cool um so thank you guys for subscribing and, and for watching um so hopping over to anchor right like <clears throat> Anchor, the way Anchor works, so Anchor is my host for my podcast, and they help me distribute the podcast out to like your Apple Music, your Spotify's, your, you know, all your different podcast platforms. They do that for me, and it's a free hosting site. So again, if you're trying to get into podcasting, if you want to start a podcast, I really like Anchor a lot because it doesn't cost me anything. They do a lot of the work for you, and they will try and sync you up with sponsors, and they do all that work. And then they just say, like, for every thousand listens you get, we'll give you 15 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever, whatever the case may be, right? Um, I haven't had a sponsor through Anchor for probably six, eight months now. Like, they, they cap, they will be a sponsor themselves, and then they will cap it, and they'll take that down. Um, but so, I mean, I'm, I'm at about 120,000 downloads, listens total on the podcast, which is, again, mind-boggling to me. Um, estimated audience is about 1,157 people. Um, unique listeners 1146 which is really cool um <clears throat> but so like you can see this here right so like this is just basically like from inception to now 
Um, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm talking about plays on the podcast. It's like when I first started the first month, so June 12th or first week, June 12th through June 18th, I posted my first episode ever and I got 27 listens, 27 listens. That was it for that first week. Then the second week, right? I had a second episode that I dropped and I got about 24 on, on season one, episode one again, and 27 on the second one, right? And then you, you go up to like now and it's like, we're getting hundreds of plays on multiple episodes per day, right? Like 600 listens, a thousand listens, about a thousand. Now it's up to about a thousand, 1500 listens a week, which is go to go from 27 to that is just, it's still crazy to me. Right. But so my point with that is like, it's, that's awesome. And again, I think that, that provides a lot of value for hopefully for you guys listening in the audience. If you like the content and you, you want to subscribe to it, that provides a lot of value to you guys. And for sponsors, I think it provides a lot of value too. I do think that on the other side of this, it's really interesting to me that a lot of even the bigger guys um, and girls in the industry, right? Like <clears throat> kind of look at micro influencers as like, eh, I don't, mm, I don't want to, I want to work with the guys with a hundred thousand, you know, Instagram followers or whatever. But the difference with that, I guess, is, is it legitimate, right? Like, is it obtained because they paid to like pick up some people? Because to get to those kind of levels, you either have to be doing it for a really long time and have really, really good content. Or you have tried some like paid advertisement stuff like subscribe to me, you know, sponsored spots kind of thing. The things that you see in your Instagram feed that say sponsored, that kind of stuff. Um, But so my point being, right, like 56 cents is my current balance in Anchor right now. And I haven't had any money from Anchor in eight months. Um, So again, like I'm definitely not getting rich off this stuff, guys, I promise you. But it is really neat to see, you know, again, both value for you being out there and value for sponsors being out there. And it drives me to want to work with more and more sponsors um, or partners that are interested in, you know, building a really good community and like helping out my audience, right? Like the people that, that subscribe, the people that listen and watch. Um, I want companies that are going to take good care of you, right? Like I don't ever want to say, hey, I referred someone to Overland Addict and he told you to get lost. Like I know that won't happen because Chad's great, right? Like Trail Built. I know they're going to take great care of you because they took great care of me, right? Um, Northology, Last US Bags, same thing, right? Like all these guys are just great companies. And so that's why I'm really selective with with who I partner with and who I want to work with, Um but again, I think deep down the sort of the honest truth about this stuff, right, is that sponsorship is going to continue to happen no matter what, right? There are going to be businesses that are going to be looking to work with content producers. They're going to be looking to, you know, partner up with them and have light shown on their products, which means I'm probably going to get free stuff. Other people are going to get free stuff, right? Again, as long as we stay grounded and we stay honest about our reviews and and I really do view it as my reputation on the line, right? then I think that's perfectly fine. But I want to know what you guys think, right? Like, again, this was meant to be sort of a discussion. I want to know, you know, what you guys think about this whole thing and 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 what you've noticed, right? Like, even about me, if you've been watching me for a while, have I sold out? Have I changed? I don't feel like I have. But again, post up in the comments and let me, I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I like to think that I'm still the same guy and I'm still going to be honest with you guys and and try and do everything I can to, to turn you on to, like, cool stuff, right? Neat stuff, good quality stuff. Save you time and effort that I wasted over the years buying bad stuff for myself. Um, so again, I hope that was helpful for you guys. I'm looking forward to the the comments on this one. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. Um, if you don't already, if you're on the podcast, hop over to YouTube and subscribe over there. Same with YouTube. If you want to listen on the podcast, find the All Things Overlanding podcast. 
add it to your list and, and check me out over there. Uh, if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, that's cool. But if you are and you want to engage over there, all things Overlanding, there are links in the description below as well. Again, those partners that I talked about through this whole episode, there are links to them in the description too. So if you want to support me, support you know the the, the people that, that help make this content possible, definitely click through those links below. Go check out all their stuff. Buy some stuff from them, even if it's small stuff, right? Like it just helps them to see that their investment's paying off and it, it helps create more content. So um, again, I think it's really cool. I thank you guys for listening. I thank you for subscribing. I, I can't do this without you either, right? Which is half the reason why I want to be really honest with you guys and, and a good steward of, of your trust, right? Um, so again, thanks for listening. I'm going to wrap it up here. It went longer than I expected it to, which is always the case. Um, but thanks again for listening. Thanks for watching on YouTube. Post up in the comments below. Let me know what you think. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care.